1: joining us it is Monday it is six o'clock it's time for the joke workshop I'm here with Gary Hughes that's it that's it's just the two of us we can podcast if you want you don't even have to do jokes but you can do jokes for me too that is awesome you could do anything you want Um, up on stage there's like mic covers and gloves if you feel that in that black bag I'm gonna put my hands together because I'm the only one here and that's how COVID safe and compliant we are there's only two of us we maintain distance uh, but uh, that's the thing when you're laughing so hard spit might fly out of my mouth but there's a big glass in front of me so everything's gonna be fine put your hands together everybody me for Gary Hughes so high. so
2: high. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to have a private Pam show oh yeah um, R.I.P. Spike oh I know uh, all right. Let's just read some shit. I didn't realize how much I love to read lips. Has anybody talked about this already? You know, one of the premises, like you, when you like write it down, you'd be like, it's it's not a low hanging fruit, but it's you could jump and grab that, and I feel like anybody could grab it. So I don't know if anybody spoke about this already. So I'm gonna just say it as if no one spoke about it. But I didn't realize how much. I read lips until we started wearing masks. And um and and now I'd be like, Take, take your mask off. And they be, they be like, so they'd be like, let me get a at my job, they'd be like, Let me get a small coffee. i would be like, hold on, I can't hear you. Take the mask off. And then they put it down, they'd be like, Let me get a small coffee. And I'm like, just mouth off what you're about to say, but don't say it audibly. Cause I just wanna see your lips. <laughs> um Let's see, uh, pulled over? No, I did that. Okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I knew Oakland was going to be gentrified back in the days when I, when I started getting pulled over on my bicycle a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, they pulled me over a lot of the times. One time, they pulled me over. I was riding on E14, which is the same street as International. I was riding on the left side of the sidewalk, and they pulled me over, and they said, you know you're on the wrong side of the sidewalk. And I thought I woke up in the book 1984 or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck the British. Well, is that, is that, I, like, I didn't know we had designated sides <laughs> to walk on the sidewalk. They was like, you on anything? I was like, yeah, PST. It's nighttime. <laughs> That's what I'm on. I'm on PST, baby. I can't believe most people think humans are good people. Like, they think all humans are good people and we would just do the noble thing in life. And if that was the case, there would be no such thing as rewards for posters and stuff. You know, like the first person that lost something is like in the town, hey, I can't find my dog. Please help me. Please. I'll give somebody one cent. All right, I got it over here. What? what? How you? <laughs> I've been looking for it all day and nobody told me nothing. Um... Oh, this is <laughs> I had I unfollowed this person on Instagram. This is so true. I unfollowed this person on Instagram that I met through Zoom Comedy. They're in Omaha, Nebraska. Ooh. Right? Terrible place. <laughs> and and I unfollowed... I've had Zoom sex with her before.
1: What? What does that mean?
2: Zoom sex. It was my first and last time having Zoom sex. So we were like, you just basically pleasing each other in our own privacy of our homes or on, on Zoom. And I remember like if this is like, this would be the camera, and that would be the screen. And she was like, look at me while you do it. And I was like, you want me to look at you, or you want me to look at you? You want me to like, look at you, or you want me to look at you? And it was almost like real life, because I came first, and I fell asleep on the Zoom. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I fell asleep on the Zoom. I woke up, nigga, headphones wrapped around my neck and some mo shit. I was, like, I was like, what the? I was like, what happened last night? I fuck, what the fuck? And then she texted me later on that day. She's like, yeah, you fell asleep on the Zoom. And I flipped it. I got mad at her. I was like, well, you was taking too goddamn long. <laughs> at this point, I'm just watching somebody masturbate. And they got videos for that. <laughs> I mean, I would have been there. I would have helped her. I would have been reading 1984. I would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm, I'm sucking your titties. Mm-hmm, yes, I am. Yep. Fuck, I lost my spot. Um, so I, I just cleaned up my Instagram. I looked at my Instagram, and I was like, unfollow certain people that I just don't really fuck with. Or don't talk to, or just just unfollow for some reason, and she like messaged me on Facebook. She's like, "Hey, I saw you unfollowed me. Uh, does that mean we're not friends anymore? Do you want to unfriend me on Facebook too?" I ignore it, right? And then she sent me another message. I didn't even read it. I just deleted it. And then she hosts a mic on Fridays with another comedian that's in Hawaii, right? Two terrible places, and <laughs> and she messaged me and she's like, "Hey, do you have a problem with so and so?" I didn't answer it. And it's like, "Hello." I didn't answer, they was like, I'm gonna tell everyone what, a, what an asshole you are. And then they blocked me. And I was like, I didn't know, like, I, I just e-hit it and quit it. Like, I didn't know this Zoom dick was that well. Like, she going crazy off the Zoom dick. I did not know. I e-hit it and quit it. Um, I didn't know my Zoom dick game was, was that great. <laughs> she was gone on the Zoom dick. I know. She's on it. Uh, let's see. When you say, when I hear people say I'm, I'm, lear- I'm learning a new language on Duolingo, I'm like, then you're not learning. You're definitely not learning shit on there. Football is back. Woo! So you know what that means. Human sex trafficking, No. Back <laughs> at an all-time high. I gotta figure out a tag for that. But well, that's too real. That's probably too real. It's probably never stopped, but uh, definitely football brought some shit back. Any professional sport. People don't want to talk about the cons of a professional sport. They'd be like, oh, it brings the city morale and, and camaraderie. It also brings <laughs> also brings some terrible people there. <laughs> but no one wants to talk about that, so I ain't going to even talk about it. till I get all my facts in order. Um, I got more jokes to tell. I was in a conversation. I was in one of them weird conversations. I'm going to paint the conversation for you. I'm going to paint the picture for you. It was five people, including me. It was Susie, it was Janet, it was Lindsey, and it was Tao, and it was me. They were smoking. They were getting high. Somehow they started talking about semen. I don't know how. Somehow they started talking about semen. And then they started talking about the women was like, well, I think the guys should taste their own semen if they want women to taste it. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> I eat more vegetables and shit, but I ain't tasting my own semen. And then my friend Teo, he's such a you ever seen Lewis Black do comedy? Or oh, not Lewis Black? What's his name? Greg Proops. I love Greg Proops. He be so on the women's side, you be like, y'all can have him. <laughs> he be so on the women's side, he be throwing men under the bus the whole heart. You would be like, you can have him. So my homie Taylor was kind of like that. He was like, you know, if I had some of my semen on my shoulder, I, I'd give it a lick. And I was like, why do I hang out with you? <laughs> I don't know why I hang out with you, dog. Because he's not my, he not, he not like a friend friend I grew up with. He's like an artist friend. I met him in my school. I majored in theater. That's a theater friend. If I bring him around my group of like yeah, real nigga friends, they'd be like, yo, you hang around with weirdos. i was like, yeah, I, we never talk about tasting the semen. That's just his conversations. Uh, it was a it was a bad thing. You ever be in those debates when you're the only one on one side of the debate and the whole majority's on the other side? If you're not a strong minded person, you will be. You will think you crazy? I was like that when I used to live in Belgium. They would talk about the U.S. so hard and they talk about Obama, and I'd be like, I don't think that. And I had to keep my mind just keep it good for like six months. And so when I came back to the U.S. and I. Told the same arguments, people be like, oh no, nah, they're crazy. I'll be like, thank you. Thank you. That's what I that's all I just want to hear. Like, even if I'm wrong, I just want to hear that part. Hey, donkey. Um, <laughs> oh man. I like when barbershops. No, nah, I ain't gonna talk about barbershops. Cause I haven't been to a barbershop in quite some time. <laughs> it looks good. I like the little dress. <laughs> the little dress? <laughs> Oh man, my tra- If my track coach was here, he would. Lo- if my mama was here, she would love that you saying that. <laughs> I'll tell you, boy, black is in. They accept the black people no matter what. They like, yo, i will be fuck. You can come in with a suit, nappy headed. We fucks with you, boy. Look at my every time. Look at you can't see my facial hair. My facial hair look like I just got out of Santa Rita, and Santa Rita's in jail over here. They like every time I look, I just look like I got out of jail. When you get out, G, man, you know. (laughs) Oh, man, people don't like this joke. People think I take advantage of women on this joke. All right. So I used to – I've been reminiscing about high school a lot, and uh, we used to have blood drives, and I used to donate blood all the time for three reasons. For one, you can get a lot of uh, chocolates and cookies and shit, snacks. donuts. Right. Yeah, you get sweet tooth. I got a sweet tooth. That's good. Uh, For two – uh, if you go to class, you'd be like, oh, come on, teacher, I just donated blood. They let you go out of class. Oh, yeah. And three, I used to love to hit on the girls that just donated blood. If a woman makes mistakes with five pints of blood, imagine if she has four. She's making all kind of mistakes. I'm like, girl, what you gonna do for this Klondike bar? Huh? What's up? How uh, Holler at me. People were like, oh, yeah, you like taking advantage of what? I was like, yo, that's just a joke. I never did that, bro. It's a fucking joke, bro. This girl, this girl used to call me daddy. And it, it kind of got weird a little bit because I'm not used to that. And she even mentioned it because my father wasn't in my life. She, she asked me. She said, does it make you feel some kind of way that I call you daddy and you didn't grow up with a dad? And uh, I was like, I, I think not just not that reason. But, yeah, it makes me feel some kind of way, just daddy, period. Like, even my kids will have to call me Gary for the first four years of their life before they start calling me daddy. Even then, they can't even call me daddy. They got to call me father. Father, you having a mac and cheese? Uh, I never, my friend, (laughs) I'll be having, I'll be, sometimes I'll be, like, splitting hairs with people. I hate those people that always split hairs with you, where you're just, like, just talking and they split hairs. I do that sometimes, just playing devil's advocate. My friend said, if I was a dictator, I'd be open-minded. And I was like, that's not a thing. That's not, those are two different things. And I should know, because I'm selfless, and I'm a narcissist. (laughs) That's how that works. It's not a thing. Call ID numbers are, I'm not going to talk to them about that. <laughs> uh, I used to read this book called To War to End, <laughs> I couldn't even speak right now. I used to read this book called The War to End All Wars. And it's a, a book, I was trying to get like a war mentality. I was watching a lot of du- Tupac documentaries. He's like, you need a militant state of mind. I was like, I'm going to read this war book and get my shit going. And it talks about World War One or World War II. <laughs> no. One. <laughs> it talks about the. See, so many world wars that I can't even like decide on which one it was. It was the first one, and it talked about it in the UK perspective. And during like Christmas or something, they had a truce, the yeah. UK soldiers, and, and they just like played soccer and they chilled. And I just thought that was interesting. Like, if you just shoot you're like, pop, 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 pop. And you're like, oh, time out, time out. And y'all trying to chill real fast and like relax for today? Like, we've been fighting for a lot. And then, like, somebody's cheating, playing soccer. You're like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to kill you. No, you. I'm going to kill you. Um, I had a whole tag about how you were roommates with Hitler. <laughs> and that you, on your cork board, it was like your cork board, your goals was like get my degree, buy my mama a house, and his shit was just take over the world. And you're like, bro, you crazy over there. <laughs> He's like, why you write that down on your shit every day? I'm going to take over the world. Dogs are, ain't nobody here, it's so funny. Uh, thanks Pam, Pam opened up anyway, she never knows. Pam opens up, Pam's down there could be like a foster mom to comedians. <laughs> Just open up the doors and be like, peasants or children, <laughs> it's a hard knock life for us. Is that a tree damn. We need time. <laughs> um, I, got a <laughs> I got a theater degree, I got a theater degree. I call it a third degree because the loan payments still burn. All right, that's, uh, that's, (laughs) bro, Pam is a real one, you hyping it up, I think it'd be interesting if they had condom flavors, like, such as, like, Pringles, like, sour cream and onion condom flavors, um, barbecue condom flavors, I had one girl, (laughs) You know what? Now when, when I don't know if woman's have sex with me. I don't know if it's because of Black Lives Matter or a quarantine thirst. But I'm accepting both. I'm accepting both. Will you just tell me which one it is? Cause based on your answer will determine if I cry in the bed or not. Oh. I did have a white woman say that she would suck my dick every day for reparations. Oh. And I was like, I would rather just own land. Just give me ah. just give me the land y'all promised us. But well, you know what? My plan ain't going to happen in no time soon. Let's do your plan for like two weeks. Let me do like a, let me get like a 15-minute sneak peek of your plan. Girl, you're a genius. You think outside the box. You think outside the box. This is not all. Uh, I had a stupid joke about Gwyneth Paltrow pussy candle, her pussy scent candle, her vagina, and like how you light it, and then your girl so insecure, she come home, she's like, you been fucking some other bitches in my room. <laughs> no, that's that good-ass candle I bought. That's that $80 candle, babe. That's one. That's for your birthday. I bought that for your birthday. You bought another woman's vagina smell for my birthday? <laughs> you never mind. That's like, I got to put that like more of like a, that's like a, a black coat classic right there. Black people understand that. I remember I looked for a place. What? Oh, I hate when people start, all right, let's do this. I hate when people start conversations in their head and then they finish it out loud. And they haven't spoken to you. Like, sometimes my mother calls me. I ain't spoke to her in four days. And she calls me. She's like, hey, like I was saying, like what you was – well, I ain't spoke to you in four days. What you mean like you was saying? <laughs> Explain everything you was saying in your head out loud to me right now because you act like I was in your head I, as you was saying. I don't know. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, sometimes I don't really – it's hard for me to trust you, even if you're like a professional. I went to the dentist. And he was like, you grind your teeth in your sleep. I was like, no, I don't. He's like, yes, you do. I was like, no, I don't. He's like, yes, you do. I said, your mama. He said, what? I said, don't tell me. You don't know me. do act like you know me. I grind my teeth in my sleep. How do you know? <laughs> Who you think you is? They still make guns, so I don't need my canines. Um, P.S. <laughs> that, this is great. I need to buy uh, porn with the vacuum. Oh, yeah, that's me. That's a theater joke. Theater is so weird. Pam, you... Can you have an MFA?
1: I, my, my BA is in theater, though.
2: My, oh, under, BA my, under, my
1: undergraduate degree
2: is in theater. Okay. But my
1: master's degrees are in, are and, in, fic, are in and creative right.
2: writing. Okay, look. So you got the, fa- the fine art degree. And you did theater. So I didn't do theater until I was like 27, 26. It was like, that's when I went back to school and I just majored in theater. never grew up doing theater or nothing. So the whole Macbeth shit <laughs> was a surprise to me. When you say Macbeth, if you ever been around theater people, if you say Macbeth in a theater, they go, cr- I thought black people were superstitious. Boy, theater kids are superstitious It's There's some bad luck about saying Macbeth in a theater, but the first time I found out, I thought we was just, I was just saying a play, and everybody looked at me and was like, get out of class, ah! get your ass out the room. I said, like, what is going on? All I did was say, Macbeth, leave. Ah! Stop saying it. Ah! I was like, oh, y'all some real I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking my mother crazy cause I I like oh you hate that thing. Okay, I'm thinking my mama crazy because when I sweep her feet, she like, come here, I gotta spit on that broom. You then know, you gonna give me bad luck. I gotta spit on that broom, Gary. Um, but y'all almost kicked the brother out. It's uh at my coffee shop, it's a black guy that comes in with a Trump hat all the time. Oof. And I always give him decaf. That's my resistance. That's my I He be trying to talk to you on the side. Hey, what's up, brother, man? What's up, man? I ain't got time. I ain't trying to talk to you. That's like talking to the cops and everybody watching. One time, he came in with a Trump hat and he had an Obama shirt on. I was like, he confuses him. I assumed it was laundry day. That's when you start seeing me with my Nixon shirts. Is when it's laundry day. That's why you start seeing me with my free T-shirts, boy. My Mike Bloomberg shirts is laundry day. This is free. Thank you so much, Pam. My name is Gary Hughes. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. (laughs)
1: I just have so many comments. No, no, no. Stay up there. I have oh. so. I wrote down so much stuff, dude. You're right. Okay. Right so <laughs> the lip, the lip reading joke is a great premise. I, on, I, I haven't. Oh no, no, no. I'll give you the piece of paper oh, after, man, and, for sure. and um, you can listen to the podcast. But um, the lip reading is an an excellent premise. I haven't heard anybody do that yet. I think that's funny. I have one joke where I say, people are cat calling me, and they're like, show me that pretty mouth, and it means something during COVID. <laughs> that's different. But that. lip reading is very funny. What that mouth um, do? The pulled me over, uh, with the that you were on the wrong side of the sidewalk. I would go more into that, like, before you do it. Like, was I unsafe? Was I not wearing a helmet? Was I not? Was I weaving in and out of people? Did I? Nope. I was just on the wrong side of the street.
2: Yeah, I got one time they say they like they say um, your pupils are dilated, and I'm like, it's dark. That's what pupils do. (laughs) But uh, and
1: your eyes, you're black, so it's hard to tell where your pupils pupils are. Man, (laughs) your (laughs)
2: <laughs> a, it Where your end?
1: pupils end and your eyes begin. <laughs> Fuck them. Racial profiling. It, what, is every black person fucking on drugs because they can't see the brown of your eyes? Um, that's funny, so that's then fine. you used stupid. <laughs> You used a 1984 reference, which I liked except I think that you might be best served and especially you did a callback to 1984. I think you might be better served by referencing Brave
2: New World. I was gonna do that if because I swear to God we, I was gonna be, do Brave New World. Because in
1: Brave New World they have a lot of sex. They have the feelies okay. where they go right. to the movies and it makes them feel things and they see things and they sit alone and they get feelies and it's all like sexual. And then they have the literal orgies. The orgy porgy pudding pie right. where they basically get in a big circle jerk and fuck each other. Right. Like that's in the book too. So there, there isn't a lot of sexual. In 1984 it's the opposite where a guy falls in love with a girl but he can't. And so, therefore, they're watching him, and it's very, like, but 1980...
2: I think because I'm currently reading 1984, That was came in my head. Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. But George Orwell just has a more stark v- version of it, as opposed to Aldous Huxley with Brave New World, where it's more like, sex, 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 drugs, rock and roll. Right, right, how you doing? So, I would just reference that instead. Hi! Um, yeah.
2: The yeah, sure. wanted
1: posters... <laughs> what's that, what's I that? think that you can do a callback to slavery, because I'm going to guess that the first wanted posters, not Ooh. for dogs... But the first wanted posters that were probably put around in places were probably for runaway slaves. I mean, you're black. You can do these jokes.
2: Okay. I'm I'm glad you're thinking outside the box.
1: I'm thinking outside (laughs) the box. Um, Internet politics. I enjoyed that whole thing. Zoom dick game. Super high five. Smiley face. Exclamation. Your Zoom dick game. What the fuck does that mean? Those are funny words to put together. Zoom
2: dick is good.
1: Um, NFL (laughs) is now more safe because they're not letting people in and all the Raiders fans went to Vegas. Uh uh-uh. You riff for a minute. Oh, oh, okay, about the women and blood thing. It's a funny joke, but um, n- women have an average of nine pints of blood. So you said f- five pints and then four. You said... What if, if they have five points? Imagine if they have four four pints. They got five? Women actually have nine. They men nine? men have an average of 12 pints in their body, Hold and on. women have an average of nine pints in their body.
2: I'm going to be talking about little people.
1: So, so, well, then, yeah, if you want to <laughs> actually on, me literally me. talk about little people, they <laughs> nah, might even have less blood. But just, just, just know your, unless
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. – you're I don't know where I got that, it, that from. Well, unless that.
1: you want to reference it that you're being dumb, that's fine. But just – the facts of it are women have nine pints book. But I didn't have a problem with that joke. I didn't uh, no, I like that. I'm going to
2: do that. I got to do that. I, make the uh,
1: I like the Christmas stalemate thing. Oh, um, oh no, no, no. I'm a nice Miss Hannigan. You said something about me and being adopted. Anyways, uh, this is the way oh, we're at home. Oh like yeah, Miss right, right. Hannigan. Because uh, you, if you are like a theater person, obviously you have some musical theater reference, so you might as well like throw in an Annie reference uh, with Miss Hannigan. okay the oh. flavored condoms is a million dollar idea. I wouldn't share that with people because it's, it's brilliant. But what I would do for the joke is I would, I would bring it to a race p- part and I would do like different flavors for different girls, like maybe spicy mango or tamarind for like Latinas. Or like, you know, like maybe for black girls, it's barbecue Uh, flavor and maybe like for English. And then to do a callback to the English people, maybe it's fish and chips, but gross. (laughs) Like why do you want to you want to. So I feel like you could do a one, two, three with that and mix it with something else. Race or hair color or something. Right. And make that, you know, you're Mm -hmm. black. You get to do race jokes. Um, Say it again. So I it's just a, it's just a thing. Wealth equals pussy. I love that you were like dick sucking I want land, and then I think the tag after that is you know if I have wealth I'll get the pussy anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> blah 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 blah. It's called the Scottish play. If you want to instead of saying Macbeth you just say the Scottish play. That's what people say in a theater. They say oh we're doing the Scottish play. I know, so I'll,
2: I'll know. be like I'll be like nah what's that. <laughs>
1: Always give him decaf. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so, so funny that he's (laughs) wearing the hat and you're just like, that's my resistance. That's, that was, I thought that was really great. It was great set, great new jokes. I haven't heard any of that from you before, so killing it.
2: Appreciate you, Pam.
1: Yay, Gary Hughes. (laughs) Alessandra, you want to go up? Yeah. All right. It looks like she's, if you can read my writing, dear Christ, uh, it looks like she's putting some crouton in a thing. Is that what you're I doing? Yeah, I know it. smoking! Good for you, congratulations!
3: Stop smoking she's again done smoking. for the first third
1: time this year. Clap your hands together for
3: Alessandra! Yeah, Alessandra. but you know. With all the smoke going on, it's like a good time to stop smoking. We can just take a deep breath and smoke a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. It's like, that's it, you know? Plus the deers and the coyote, they're dead, and... In the air, and all that ashes of the trees that are, <laughs> yeah, the poor things, those creatures. So, I got some um, Karen joke. So, I went the other day to Lowe's to get some construction material with my friend, and uh, we're there. And I'm not gonna do racial jokes, you know, because I'm Italian, even though we have been persecuted very much, but yeah, I'm still kind of whitish. <laughs> 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 so, not racial. Not race, of course, nobody wants to do racist joke, but racial. So I'm not gonna say that I was an Italian with my friend, with Salvadorian, and we go to ask uh, information to this guy that works there, which is black. I'm not gonna say that, ever, again, <laughs> again. But we do that. So we go and I ask the guy, and I see this person coming from behind, and I turn around and I see this woman, which was larger than taller, blonde, and she started going like this, your mask is not over the nose, she's like two feet away from me, she comes all the way two feet away from me to tell me, I'm like, dude, do you have to ask this guy anything, do you want to ask any information to this guy, please be my guest, no, she's like, I'm just here to tell you that your mask, I'm like, are you kidding, you come all the way two feet away from me, risk your life, because I'm a biohazard walking alive, to tell me that you're like, you know, you're, you're but I'm like, oh, your name is fucking Karen? No, it's not, so stay six feet away from me, you, I was like, I could not believe this person. I was impressed how the, you know, about the, this, I mean, I, I can't believe people, I mean, like, they walk in the street with a mask covered up, and then they sit in a restaurant because the virus is only up to here, right? But when you sit down, the virus is does, does, doesn't work. It does not work, right? I'm passing next, to, you know, it's like, ah! So the people passing next to me without a mask when I walk goes the other side of the street, but they will pass next to the person sitting at a restaurant, eating, coughing, and talking, and breathing out air Without worry, because, you know, that's the law. It, the law says that you can sit. I'm like, you guys are, okay. I don't want to say the bad word because the air word is a bad word, but yes, they are air word, which can be a lot of things. Like Rachel says, Republican. I'm not giving them that That doesn't mean anything. Uh, uh, we want to say another word like rotondos. Yes, you guys are a bunch of rotondos. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um... So I'm, uh, again, I stopped smoking, I'm very happy because uh, I feel I can have more lives attached to myself, <laughs> more years to, to live, and really happy. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, got a small daughter, got to be there for her and her kids, and the grandkids and the grandkids of the grandkids. That's right. <laughs> Until the world end, we'll be here. Yes. <laughs> She's terrible. We had a fight last night we almost killed each other i broke my finger oh it's my finger God. i know it's terrible don't have kids anybody because <laughs> i love her very much we travel all over the world we have done amazing things together me and her are like two heroes together it's like we're like two hearts but 13 14 50 i don't know it's gonna get worse they tell me it's gonna get worse it's fucking horrible so if anybody's ever thinking about having kids I'm like why look at the world aren't we already overpopulated (laughs) there is a lot of us plus now they want to eliminate 90 percent of us whatever Ah! you in that (laughs) it's been a plan (laughs) you know they want to reduce it to 500 million I'm like are you freaking kidding me that's too little that's way a lot of social distance. Way too much. <laughs> I'm like, I, I need more, more crowd. I'm a Burning Man kind of person. I'm like, I want like people. I want sweat and s- you know, f- I love the smell and the the heat from other people. I love it. And then I'm also an antisocial. So, um, I'm gonna do my weak jokes. Uh, the usual, the not the alien one. If anybody ever heard one of my alien jokes, I'm gonna do the pimp joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is a true story, my dear. I meet this guy at Milk Bar long time ago, before the pandemic, just like a few months, when the world was long back in the back in the day when we had we could go to milk bar and meet each other and talk and share spliff, right? Ah, <laughs> and share a drink. I know, I know, those days, right? I love them, my God. Um, We didn't carry any virus before that. We didn't have anything, no herpes, nothing. Now we have all the virus in the world, but before that we could share anything and it was okay. okay. Even though people could have been having sickness, no flu, whatever, it's okay, we could share virus, but now it's not, okay, fine, whatever. So back in the day, this guy approached me and he's like, Wow, damn, you're hot. I'm like, Well, thank you for the compliment. He's like, No, friend, seriously, do you want to work for me? I'm like, heck, <laughs> let me go with that when it's going. Let me see. I'm like, ah, sure. I mean, you can always have an extra job, but what do you have to offer over there? It's like, no, you know, I own an, an agency. I'm like, what kind of agency? <laughs> hey, I got an escort agency online. Oh, so you're a, a pimp? Well, you know, you would say so. I'm like, ah, yeah, that's great. You know, I've got kids. It's like, well, you know, a lot of sex workers have kids. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. But, but, but do you even offer childcare? <laughs> what about dental? You don't even offer dental? What the fuck? You want to get all my money and you don't even offer me dental? I'm like, you know what? Are you going to hire both of us? Because if you don't hire both of us, I don't know, because me and her, you see, this is Bella. Bella, say hi to the pimp. She doesn't like you. I'm sorry. She Ah! said, yeah. I'm like, sorry. Um, She's kind of unique. But, you know, me and Bella work in a pair, and uh, I got, well, wow, I just realized I got paint in my hair because (laughs) I did some paint job in my house, and I was wearing the freaking wig. (laughs) I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) So, but bella and i work in pair you see we are a whole package yeah! hey, hey. <laughs> but our rates are double we'll offer you threesome if
1: you want <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so but the guy's like but well, you're fun uh and you got an ex and where are you from i'm like i'm italian and i'm like "And you cute where are you from are you hawaiian or something he's like no 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 i'm half black half chinese i'm like that is amazing how genetic works. You look like an Hawaiian man. It's like, I know, I know. Genetic works like a fucking joke. I'm like, what do you mean, man? What, what do you mean? like, uh, you see this? Because I look like a black man, but I got the penis of a Chinese. I'm like, dude, is that a joke? Yeah, is that a joke? No, they ain't a joke because it came out. You can't put that shit back in. I'm sorry. <laughs> that came out and it's out and now I know And that's it. And that was me uh, for you guys. My five minutes little workshop. Thank you very much. I love you.
1: Yay! Let's talk about (laughs) it. Yay! (laughs) All your new stuff. I mean, I I love your old stuff too. Well, the joke, the pimp joke was not that new. Well, no, it's, I mean, I like the new tag on it. I like the new tag on it when you say that the wig is, doesn't, she doesn't like you. Like you, you act like you're going to puppet what the wig's going to say, what Bella's going to say. And then she doesn't talk. I think that's very funny. And I, I feel like you could bring up, if you want, in a later joke, or you could make up yeah. a joke where you actually have her talk. And then you have a different voice, and it's an act out. And yeah, you could make her, and you have so many great voices. Like, I she could be Indian. Really Indian. She could be Indian. Yeah, she could be Dutch. In right. Ex- so. am and it's and, not and And also, that the hair, because it's a real hair wig, the hair might be actually from India. So you okay. could... <laughs> it's plastic so but but there's but there's jokes there i think if she's i think that i would make your wig the indian voice and then have her talk i think that's perfect
3: It's Sarvati. It's, that's so funny
1: so uh here's another thing at the beginning uh when you name it but don't say it it's funny also like larger not taller is a beautiful description keep that it's than it's than just larger not taller it's just a really nice way to say fat bitch but you don't say that you say she's larger than not taller and then the rest of the act out works <laughs> and you tell you tell great stories but what i would do this is um i took a storytelling class years ago and you're so expressive and it's so great um but you want to think about and you do have a beginning middle and an end to your story but you want to think of every important part of your story And the way that you can help remember it and ground it is to think of it as a part of your body. So, like, if you get to, like, you ground on your body so that you have different levels. So if you start and you're talking about this other lady, maybe there's, like, a, you know, from your chest and you push out. Or there's something in your pocket. Like, let every punchline it's, it's just a way to like help ground your story and, right. and give you a moment to let, that mo- let the moments that you choose land with the audience. And so a way to do that is to think of each important line that you want to get to, because you can meander around that line, but think of each of those punchlines in the story as a part of your body and like ground them so maybe it's like it comes from your hip or you you pull it out of your. or she you pull it exactly you pull it out of your ass right so you so when you create it's gonna give like a different physicality to your story Uh and then help you also achieve different levels because you can pull from like your stomach because you're talking about eating or you've got your mouth because your mask and and it's a, it's a great story, but you'll find like where the levels are, but I just, it's just a weird thing to think about like where you put your punchlines and think about putting them on different parts of your body and it'll help you like yeah. retell the same story over with different beats and give you time to like look at and react to the audience with, cause you're a great storyteller. Um, the R words I would give, have a whole list. Just yeah. make a bunch of list of R words like besides Republican besides like recursive. M- just make a huge list of R words and see which ones you think sound really funny. Ratatouille, Ratatouille yeah, exactly. Um, and and but 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 great stuff. Um, it really. Is <laughs> And and we have so many rats. And are they cooking or what? Are, what could the rat be cooking? <laughs> it's uh, a... Thank, thank, thank you. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Alessandra. Thank you
2: would take Woo! off your pants. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, you, you're talking to a
1: microphone. Right. Yeah, talking to a microphone. Sorry, I don't, know, yeah. I,
2: I, I, I don't know. I'm never good at tags. That's why I never tag no one set. But so something new, because you had the whole... Uh, the whole hair that's tatted up, I think it'd be cool to have a joke about ants in like a labyrinth thing. A la- that's it. That's <laughs> I heard a... So am I more about the hair? No, you're more labyrinth. No, you're fine. I thought, I mean, you know what I mean?
1: A labyrinth. Like on your head, it's almost like a maze. And he's saying like if tiny ants were like running your head. <laughs> this is so stupid. As like a... How <laughs> so do sorry. they escape... You know, like, when it's a maze, like, when you do with the pen, and it's like, find the exit. Like, there's ants crawling on your head, and they're all, like, lost in some shining maze in the I've snow.
2: The that's what, yeah, I'm exactly. that's, that's what, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. what
1: he's saying, is that they can't,
2: they're lost. You can make a joke about it. But yeah, that's they're like...
1: Hey! Uh, awesome, Alessandra! Yay! yay! All right. Um. Hey, I'm gonna play the song. We're gonna close up and uh, go to Alameda. It's gonna be amazing. Uh. All right. This is a rap that I made. Uh. Y- years ago. Uh, and so it's not me being racist. It's Susan Olson, who was Cindy Brady, got kicked off of her Republican-based podcast because or serious XM show because she loved Donald Trump, and then this guy said something and then she and so it's all me quoting her I'm not a super racist it's funny. Hey there little pussy let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on what a snake in the grass you are you lying piece of shit too cowardly to confront me in real life, so you do it on Facebook, she wrote. You are the biggest faggot ass in the Whoa. world. Here she goes. The biggest pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. Wow. I
4: cannot not like her, that's though. Cindy,
1: wow. that's, Cindy, <laughs> that's, Cindy, <laughs> that's Cindy Brady right wow. there. That's a
4: little aggressive wow. for Cindy this Brady. This
1: <laughs> This is this is how I swear at people when I'm really really angry. Like you hear me when I'm on the show and I go crazy. But I don't think I would write it down. She wrote it down
4: and thought about she that. She wrote it. Shit.
1: Down. I wouldn't text. I mean maybe. This. Is, I, I just wanna. I wanna. I, I wanna send this text out to everybody. I'm just gonna read it one more just, time. Yeah, just it's so much paste fun. And, paste and copy that it's motherfucker. so. It's just paste and copy. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. you you are are. you lying piece of shit Shit. too cowardly to confront me in real life so you do it on Facebook (laughs) you are the biggest faggot ass in the world the biggest pussy my dick is bigger than yours yours, which ain't saying much what a true piece of shit Shit. you are (laughs) lying faggot I hope you meet your karma slowly and
4: painfully
1: So good.
4: That's the business. Son. So good. I, I, I'm sorry, but the, <laughs> oh, the only problem is if she, she had, DM if she so had done that at work, maybe. But she took that shit to the house. Like the, he got followed and shit. That's no, what really that's, did her in, because that's a solid no, message. okay,
5: here's the thing. There's, I, because I think it's kind of funny.
4: It's super funny. But I
5: also, I, uh, part of me feels like you know she. I know that. What? Well, that was
1: a threat. At the end of that, the, she kind of got threatening. Uh, will you switch three and four for me, because yes, I'm, gonna I'm gonna do something funny here. Okay.
5: Yeah, I mean... Thank you. But, Trump support... I, I think Trump supporters are funny to me,
1: really. I don't think we should take them off the air all the time. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna... This is a, this is a rap, rap background. We're gonna rap to it. <laughs> we'll get a little bit beat. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass you are, you lying piece of shit. Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it on Facebook. You're the biggest faggot ass in the world. Biggest Uh, pussy, uh, pussy, pussy. My dick is bigger than yours, which which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you'll meet your karma. Slowly and painfully. Say, uh, slowly and painfully. and painfully. I'm Susan Olsen. Oh, uh, slowly. I said, Susan Olsen. Slowly and painfully. They call me Cindy slowly and Brady. And Brady. No. My name is Susan Olsen and I love and Trump Uh-uh, Olsen. Uh, 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 Brady. Uh, Brady, get it? Brady. I hope. Um, I- I sincerely hope you reap all this that you deserve. Karma, wise, you pathetic little cunt, you are. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Uh, Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. What? What? (laughs) Waiting for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. Slowly. What? What? Slowly. 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 And painfully. My name is Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. They call me Cindy. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen. Susan Olsen, they call me Cindy Brady, Brady. Uh, yeah. i make America great again Making America like, great What a pathetic little cunt you are Hell is waiting for you Enjoy! Uh, my
4: mother's name is Martin Enjoy! Enjoy! My name is Martin. Enjoy. <laughs> call me Martin Enjoy! I'm living in that market
1: Enjoy! That market. Enjoy. Susan Olsen, the Same biggest bro. cunt Drops her up on a fuck you enjoy. enjoy 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 that was that was that was good right did we just make a song did we just <laughs> that was pretty dope did we just make a song i think that, we did. that was for you susan also that was that was fun i'm glad we uh, did I the hope, freestyle i hope you get i hope you listen to this oh my god <laughs> um well let's, we'll finish the rest of the article but i want to maybe pull that out later and we'll we'll play it or we're something. we're actually uh yeah Joke workshop and today will be some semblance of joke workshop I'm your host Pam Benjamin I'm joined by pancake and Jonathan's hanging out we're gonna have some calls we have some scheduled calls coming in we have Shane Kenny and Aaron Lewis also Elizabeth Stanton from British Columbia and Jen Perez Yeah. all scheduled to call in we're gonna talk for 15 minutes, tell jokes, take notes, see if what they want to, if they're working on stuff or not, whatever. And uh, yeah, that's the plan. The phone number is 415-550-0511. Uh, you can give us a call after 7.05. We're going to get through all of our comedians. If you hear beep, beep in the background, that's because somebody is calling. We, we don't have call waiting on our landline here at mutinyradio.fm. But we do have a landline. So, in the coming apocalypse, that's something to note, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you can call always call us. Uh, phone five tree. 5500511. Zero zero what fun tree? What's a fun tree? A phone tree. Oh, a phone tree.
4: Yeah, so we can relay information to people. Um, and we usually, if there's an emergency, we have to like call outside of the state because all the circuits in, in here will be busy. So call out state, and have someone that we can rel- rely, uh, rely on to pick up a phone, and then relay information, and then have that person be uh, ready to receive other phone calls and give information to people who are calling them.
1: Because the internet's gonna go down.
4: Everything, yeah. everything, everything. Phones are different though. And All if right the electricity then. goes out, we still have phones. All
1: right. 415-550-0511. Five 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 zero zero five one one. That's happening. Uh, th- throughout the entire background here today, I'm just going to be. uh, There it is. Just Bob Marley playing on a forever loop. Don't worry about a thing. Three little birds. But be
4: prepared. Yeah, I
1: mean, be prepared.
4: But don't worry. Be prepared.
1: I mean, This is this is this has been a really great time for me. I mean, uh, you know, I've been I've been dealing with some issues of anorexia, and what a time to be anorexic, you know, during the apocalypse when (laughs) you don't have access to food anyway. (laughs) Look at that, (laughs) I win. I'll just keep getting thinner. I'm like, God, I look great in the apocalypse. I'm kidding. I'm not. (laughs) I'm. I had two hard-boiled eggs today. I'm doing good, and a couple pieces of delicious seized candy. Shout out to J. W. Blunt who um, brought me some candy. So I uh, love Sea's candy. So good. Also, he has a show here on Fridays, 4 to 6. Uh, J.W. MegaWag works for Seas candy. Good guy.
4: Sea's candy is uh, expanding. Or yes. they were.
1: Well, it's a San Francisco-based company from back in the turn of the century. Yeah. Great stuff. I love candy. love
4: candy. What about ice cream? It's it's.
1: Yeah, it's-its are good. I mean, I'm I'm down. I I think years ago that I was more my game were, were the it's-its. Um, but I might have its it myself out of the game. Like, I might have eaten too many it's-its. Oh. Because I was like, that was one of my main food sources for a while was it's-its.
4: Oh. oh, not moon pie.
1: No, 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 no. no. I mean, I like, I really enjoy um, uh, marshmallow, though. Oh, Jonathan. You have to put headphones on for when people call if you want to. Oh, okay, yeah. yes, yeah. but uh, it's it's. Uh, I'm from Southern California, so
6: they were kind of a thing, I guess. People knew about them, and people they were like, "Oh yeah, my cousin's from Oakland. Have you ever heard of it's it's?" I'm like, "Sounds weird because there's
0: two it's in it." <laughs> but um, then coming up here, it was just yeah, like Pam said, I
6: maybe overate because it
1: was I might so you them, yeah.
6: So yeah, it was just so good. It could be a breakfast. They could be a the lunch. The cappuccino
1: though is is probably I say their best flavor. No but I can't you know I can't taste them anymore, so that's another reason why. Ice cream just doesn't do it for me anymore as ah. much. Oh, there we go. That's yeah, gotta be yeah. Shane. Thank God we were Okay, here we go. Hey Shane. What's going on? All him? right, right on time. Thanks for calling into the joke workshop here. Uniradio.fm. So do you Sorry, that was that was a little bit squeaky. Um, do you have any new material you've been working on?
0: So much new material. I'm so glad you're doing. It.
1: Um, so you gotta get your face really close to the phone. Other to I the speaker. There you go. I
0: have it like next to my mouth. I'm gonna here, I'll take my phone.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: There you go. Is that better?
1: No, it's not. But keep trying. Can you hear me? I mean, kind of, but it's just not that loud. Try again. Here I took it there off the you there. go now we're cooking cool. with grease
0: all right cool let me know when to yeah start, start it up. cool awesome doing this now I can actually imagine my audience in their underwear and know they're actually in their underwear <laughs> so um yeah only really what's been going on uh, on a lighter note I learned that animals can get intoxicated not from the same things that intoxicate us like Dolphins can get high by huffing pufferfish, and, like, bears can get drunk from drinking too much honey. Which means, you know, bears have had this conversation, like, Yogi, what, what happened to Smokey? Oh, uh, drank 20 honeycombs last night. Smokey got so drunk, he started a fire. Oof. At least I can, like, a, pretend my, everyone's laughing hysterically, this is... Uh, so, my older brothers beat the crap out of me growing up, and one time my big brothers beat me up so bad, I don't remember what I did to piss them off. They beat a memory out of me. I've been in mosh pits, car accidents, fist fights, all that I remember with clarity. I don't know how hard or repeatedly you have to hit a person to remove a memory, but my brothers are pioneers in punching. And kicking. And wherever the else they slammed my skull. So... else. I learned recently that the scientific term for male stupidity is testosterone poisoning. Testosterone poisoning, like, I was relieved to hear that because all this time I thought I was an idiot. It turns out I've been dealing with a severe case of poisoning my whole life that was not understood until now, so at least I'm getting to the bottom of, you know, all these blackout drinking this and All these shenanigans I keep finding myself in the middle of. So, uh, I wish I were bisexual. I really do. It looks like a lot of fun. Like, to put this in video game terms, being straight feels like I'm playing Team Deathmatch. At best, I can hit half the map. You know, if I'm lucky. But being bisexual is like playing free-for-all map is wide open if you got enough skill and everyone's consenting you could walk into a bar and be like I'm gonna fuck everyone here I'm feeling it let's do this so speaking of fucking uh, Chick-fil-a so Chick-fil-a apparently donated two million dollars anti-LGBT groups which is hilarious because Chick-fil-A's entire business platform is built on people putting cocks in their mouth and swallowing. <laughs> like, you'd think they'd be more supportive of the gay community, considering is there <laughs> what the company is founded upon. Just let me know when I'm out of time.
1: Oh, you, uh, how about two more jokes?
0: Cool. So, during this crisis, we've all come to think about our intelligence and what we're dependent on, and do you ever think about how far society would get if you were the smartest person around? Like, you're the Elon Musk of Earth. How Do we have, like, flying cars or what? Like, I'm constantly thankful there's geniuses who are making cool stuff for us to enjoy, because if I were the smartest person in the tribe, we would <clears throat> all know where the G-spot is, but once we discover psychedelics and the G-spot, we are no longer progressing. We're all going to feel great and have some cool stories but nothing to write them down with or make them into shows. So, uh, last joke, uh, I think this pandemic is going to create a new subspecies of bros and jocks that are super hygiene conscientious, because this pandemic shut down sports and the gym. This is like Armageddon for testosterone, like the same guys... Buy Bud Light and protein powder. Are after this are gonna have hand sanitizer on their keys because you know some dude after this is gonna be like Chad. We can't risk losing sports to the gym again. I was just punching the wall and jerking off all day, and then Brad's gonna be like, dude, I was just reading a book. I <laughs> so thank you for the time. I I'm taking Lauren. all the silent laughter Yay. and
1: joy. I wrote down some. Wrote down, I wrote down some comments for you, uh, Shane. So let's uh, – so first, uh, bears can get drunk off honey. I like where you're going with it, but I, I want like a scientific reason why. Like you just kind Alright. of mentioned in passing that the animals are getting drunk off something else, but then you didn't – but it wasn't alcohol and you didn't say why. Just like one line of a reason scientifically why or whatever. Um, the brothers beating the shit out of each other. And then into testosterone poisoning, I feel like that needs to be one joke. Like, okay. um, there's testosterone poisoning within your family because of genetics or something. I would take, I would take those jokes and look for the se- look for rather than it being two separate things. Try to meld it together as one. Yeah, uh, okay. And then at the end, I would also call that back because you talk about how they were you were they're closing the workout gyms and oh my god, what are you going to do? There's going to be Testosterone poisoning. There's going to be the opposite of you know something about like what are my brothers going to what are people going to do? They're going to have to go home and beat up their family or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bring it back to the brother thing. Thank you. Yeah, so I would take, I would take all that beating, and then also, I mean, if you're going to talk about beating each other up, you sort of have like a beat off joke right there. You're kind of like setting Mm -hmm. yourself up for a dick joke. Um, Oh yeah. I mean, you said beating a lot, and um. So that I wish I was by thing, for me, it didn't pan out only because I didn't I don't play video games so I didn't know your yeah. references like deathmatch, and um, whatever the other thing was freefall or something. But the funny part in that was if you have the line, this is a great line. If you have enough skill and consent, that line is gold. If you have enough skill and consent, you can do anything you want. So that out of the whole thing you did, that was where I I thought the funny really was on the line if you have enough skill and consent boom um the chick-fil-a is hilarious i would just say chick-fil-a's entire business is f- or uh, even less words but swallowing cock is you don't, okay. have, to, you don't have to do yeah. you could just cut the chaff right so you're like chick-fil-a's business plan is based off swallowing cocks you know something like that just quick but yeah. the, I, you had the perfect idea there um that's it. That's those are the notes I took. What do you think? Thank
0: you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. Um, so you've been so you've been write, you've been writing a lot this week.
0: I've been writing not just stand up. I'm doing a quarantine day journal. I'm working on my fiction book and then recording music. So I've been pumping out work.
1: That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
0: taking advantage. What's There's your f- What's your
1: fiction f- book about?
0: Um, Having studied climate change and read a lot of cool stuff on, like, human psychology and just being a history nerd, I wanted to just, in my own – for my own curiosity, see what's the United States going to look like 200 years after we don't solve climate change?
1: After after what about climate change?
0: Like, so essentially the premise of the book is we didn't address climate change fast enough. Oh, okay. So farmland became unusable cities where a couple cities sank and it's really two hundred years in the future seeing like what's the US look like, what cities are still around, who's surviving, what diseases became airborne because of
1: who's your main character?
0: Um, my main character is a scavenger from like a community of farmers whose his job is just like, hey, can you go find some supplies we need in the ruins of a city? Get some food. Don't die. And he's going out on a run when these rich people who abandoned Earth because it got too scary because the poor were killing them, their descendants have been living in space the whole time, Uh and their space station starts to break down. So the story picks up when these descendants of rich people who have no idea the Earth is complete shit now are relying on these farming communities to keep them safe from other groups of farmers and native americans who all want them dead
1: oh so the rich people have to get out of space because they space is no longer habitable
0: yeah but essentially the poor got so mad at the rich they some of them just started boondock saint style murdering the rich sure makes and sense jeff bezos is building a planning on building a space station so i thought Worst comes to worst, he's got a
1: backup plan. Well, but that's the thing is if they're in the space station, they still are relying on Earth unless they have replicators for food. So, like, you, oh, you yeah, get no, into that the place true. of, like, are you in reality? I mean, oh, obviously no, you're not in reality I'm because you're in dystopian t- future 200 years and stuff. But because if, if you if you were a rich person at a space station, you're still reliant upon the Earth to be able to get supplies unless there's a new way to – It's a
0: self-sustaining space station. Like, there's – I like there's ways of growing plants. And oh, okay,
1: you know, so they're self-sufficient can, and they're in space. Then why do they have yeah. to deal with the people on Earth at all?
0: Because after two hundred years, any just the way our engineers are, how things are engineered today, they don't tend to survive beyond oh. two hundred years without replacements or repairs. So the entropy and of the
1: space station. Like, you basically you're, – you're 200 years of entropy. It's time. You need to get back – the rich people have to get back to Earth. They have to get some connection with Earth because they need to, like, replace some shit or
0: – Yeah. So but you're going to – But now they're in the aftermath of what their ancestors left behind.
1: Right. So are you going to somehow get the scavenger guy into space?
0: No. He's – the essentially the premise is all the people who are living space now are eventually going to have to come back to Earth. But Earth is in this deep – tribal faction system where it's the two groups that survived were indigenous people and farmers and the refugees from cities and suburbs who were taken in by those two groups
1: so that's so then their your trouble is how do they get from space back down where do they land like is there any technology left or the
0: like there's solar panels and some batteries but it's like very limited there's no more like fossil fuels so it's also, I wrote it kind of as a fuck you, because I kept seeing all these horribly scientifically inaccurate dystopian things, and I was like, reality's scary enough. Just let me paint that picture for you.
1: Sure, with the, you know, the
0: and after the water wars really of 2121. I'm trying to be as scientifically and historically accurate 99% of the time in this. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I'm but then again, scientific and historically accurate from what we know now in the past. I mean you get to have fun with that whole 200 years in the yeah, in, and that's in the interim the buffer
0: of technology trends fluctuations I get to enough room to like play around with and be creative but enough walls to act to force me to think in and outside of the box.
1: And where's the love story?
0: Um the love story is the scavenger dude he has to take along a plant and water expert who's like a young 20 something from his community mm. so he doesn't like starve to death or can still have water and this dude meets one of the people from space who's a female and kind of as they're both terrified and they're not used to this him and her uh have a little romance but also the scavenger one of his girlfriends was kidnapped a decade before and he's hooked up with all these indigenous women who he's met in his travels so
1: so he's a player he's he's slinging the pipe Oh over. yeah, there's
0: a there's a threesome scene between his old girlfriend and his indigenous one, and
1: <laughs> uh, so there I, you go. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you. For Thanks, Shane, me. for telling us not only your new jokes but also uh, talking through your your cool novel, your dystopian yeah. future. That, uh, it's a great premise, and especially with your background uh, with the yeah green and technology it's fun stuff. Cool I get stuff. to
0: incorporate everything: science, jokes, history. It's kind of a. F- it's Threesomes. fun to go beyond just the bit or the song and really explore stories and ideas in multi dimensions at once.
1: P- plot twist: There's a threesome. I knew there was going to be a threesome.
0: I was like, it was like I was courses. writing it. And I'm like, I have to, because you know, sex sells, and also, right? Why not have a dystopian threesome? You gotta <laughs> slay
1: the hog, baby. Uh thank you so much for calling in, Shane Kenny. I know you've been a, a grand supporter here of Mutiny Radio in the past. Pam, I salute week. absolutely I really you appreciate it.
0: Inspire that. me and I hope we'll make sure people tell stories of the brave DJs at Mutiny
1: Radio. Uh, the brave okay. DJs. Right on. Well that that I- that call right there behind you is Lizzie Stanton. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks, Shane Kenny. And is that Lizzie Stanton? It is. It indeed. is Perfect timing. We just had Shane Kenny. We heard the beep beep. You were exactly on time. Oh. Yeah,
5: I, uh, I was listening. Actually, I thought it was pretty funny. He's talking about his idea of a dystopian novel. And I'm like, um, I don't know if you've heard of this show, but it's called The 100. And it's actually filmed in Coquitlam uh, in BC. And uh, it's. It's a like similar plot where they went up on a space station and it's been, like, a couple hundred years and now they have to go back to Earth and they send, like, a hundred, like, teenagers down there in order to, like, try and inhabit it because it's, like, yeah. a nuclear active disaster.
1: Well, teenagers, too, they're the ones to send, those hooligans. They'll just, like, break everything and be like, fuck it! You know, that's so... They're, that's well, they come
5: across a bunch of, like, native people down there and everything and then, yeah, it's it's like, it's, it's just a similar concept, though. I'm like, this... There's only so so much parallel thinking, right?
1: (laughs) Right, that's that's true too. That's happened a lot to me in in comedy where, so there was this one time I was here running the board and there was a girl from Australia and she gets up on stage and she starts a joke and it was about the little mermaid and the things in her cave are dildos. And I was like, I have the exact, it was almost the exact joke. It was like, Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? How many dildos does uh you know, I got thingamabobs, I got twenty, but who cares? Anyway, so it was the same exact idea and she was from fucking Australia. And I was like, Wow. Okay, well,
5: Yeah, it d- doesn't surprise me honestly. No I mean neither. there's only so That's why they many call it There's only so many hack. thoughts you can have, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like I do like a ton of like Jewish jokes. I'm like, how many people are gonna think up like the same Holocaust puns as me? A billion. <laughs>
1: That might be your own market. <laughs> how many, how many Holocaust puns does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Um, <laughs> so, uh, do you want to do some material? Do you want to talk? What do you want to do? Um, yeah, I'd love to run through a little bit of material. Cool. Um, do your thing. I'll take notes, and um, you know, when do like maybe you know five minutes of material, and then, uh, and then we'll we'll have a conversation.
5: Yeah, sure thing. Yay. Okay. So, um. I-I don't know, if people often give credit to China enough, like, they've actually come up with a lot of things, like, for example, they were the first ones to be dying of the coronavirus, and they were also the first ones to make noodles, so they invented pasta. But in both cases, the Italians
1: perfected it. Oh, fuck! That is gold! Wow. Jesus Christ! Lizzie Stanton! Holy fucking shit! Perfect. Yes, Thank you! <laughs> Oh my um, God! That is the best, most topical Corona joke. Holy fuck! Thank right. you. Wow. Wow. Um. Uh, so I would personally
5: <laughs> like to apologize for this pandemic that's going on because I got banned from the United States and I'm Jewish. So I'm pretty sure that I'm exactly like Moses because they fucked over another Jew and now a plague is hit. <laughs> There's been massive outbreaks of coronavirus over in Kirkland, Washington. They're the originators of Costco. People there have just been catching it in bulk. (laughs) It's okay, though. As soon as there's a cure, they'll be selling it wholesale. Now, say what you will, but I think that there is a cure for coronavirus. I agree with what Mike Pence said. Thoughts and prayers. (laughs) But whose prayers are we answering? I mean... Today, I was in a Costco parking lot, and I couldn't find a space. There were too many people. And a guy cut me off. And I think to myself the same as everyone does when that happens. I think, God, why are there so many of these assholes? I wish there was just a massive plague that would wipe them all out. Thoughts and prayers. You know, say what you will, but I mean, like... I always like to think on the positive side. I try to think positive. So, like, whenever there's a massive disaster like 9-11 or a mass shooting or people dying in a pandemic, I I try and think positively. Like, did you know that the biggest fear that people actually have is dying alone? So if you could say anything for these disasters, at least nobody died alone. Now, I've actually heard that the... British have been well-prepared for the coronavirus outbreak, in fact, they even hired Julie Andrews to do a public service announcement. She's been heard singing on the BBC about what to do if you think you've contracted it.
7: Oh, a spoonful of
5: sugar makes the cyanide go down. (laughs) The cyanide go down, the cyanide go down. I'm sorry, that might be a little bit dark, but I I like my jokes the same as I like my dicks. Dark, dirty, and uncut. (laughs) I think it was interesting you were talking about The Little Mermaid. uh, They recently recently re-released The Little Mermaid in live action. They actually hired a black girl to play the part of Ariel. And I personally am super offended. But not because I'm racist. But I'm sure that Disney is. Why were they so keen to throw another black person to the bottom of the ocean? I'm just saying, it's the 1800s and that was your first thought, Disney? And besides, they're taking away that role from a much worse off minority group, the gingers. They're pigmentally challenged. I mean, if anyone should be under the ocean, it should be gingers. They can't survive the sun's rays. I mean, with the ozone layer being depleted pretty soon, black people is all that's going to be left. I mean, pretty soon, they're going to be having to put on whiteface in all the movies, so that they can fill in the roles of the squares and bad dancers. I I, I feel bad for gingers. I, I've tried tried my best to, to do a charitable deed. I, I, I went for an entire string of potato patties. I dated an entire line of Irishmen, and it seems it doesn't matter how big the Irish guy They've all got a wee leprechaun hiding in their pants. Oh,
1: shit! That's punching down, baby!
5: Wow. And since some of them are circumcised, it's kind of like leprechaun, too. Leprechaun in the hood! <laughs> yeah. But you know, my buddy, he finger-banged an Irish girl. Now he's got a green thumb. I was terrified every time that I got my boyfriend. He was from Tipperary, and I was terrified every time that I got with him that I'd get pregnant. Because there's nothing worse than the idea of having unwanted tater tots. (laughs) It's a- it's a big problem for me because, like, I don't- I don't use condoms. But I don't use condoms because I am an environmentalist. Condoms are made of latex, and they're not biodegradable. The babies I throw out are. (laughs) That's horrible, God! I would never throw out a baby! That's a waste of perfectly good protein! Now, look, I'm Jewish, and we're all economists, right? And I know that Tom Cruise will pay a pretty, pretty pl- a pretty penny in order to eat some baby placenta. So imagine how much he'd pay for the whole baby. Just saying, I got market here. Lizzie's baby back ribs. Yeah, you know, I I, I can say this much. If I had a baby, it would be from an Irishman anyway, and so it wouldn't really matter because they're they're all so stupid that it would be brain dead. In fact, it would be like a vegetable, so I could actually even make it a vegan meal. Yeah, I, I feel bad if this offends anyone, but like, I mean, the point of comedy is to make the bitter things in life more palatable, right? I'd like to think of myself as, like, the pineapple juice, the world's come.
4: Yes.
1: Okay, so that's, that's, that's about it. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yay! Ending on a dick joke. Lizzie Stanton, hell yeah. Hey, that China-Italy jo- joke at the top with the noodles is fucking fire. Um, Thank you. With the plagues, there were actually you, – you're a Jew. You know there was more than one plague. I feel like you can go through a few of those plagues, possibly. And even like at Costco, you can set one of the plagues, like it's raining flo- frogs at Costco. And um, that Pence thoughts and prayers thing was great and that it all came back around and circled all the way around. It was great. I loved all that Costco material, especially since we're supposed to be social distancing and everyone's like super close to each other. Um, you start talking about dying alone. And I was like, well, right now we all kind of are dying alone because of social distancing. We're more alone than ever. And maybe you can die on a Zoom group chat or something. like.
5: Actually, I was going to say that this, for me, has been the most social time in my entire life except with no physical attention, which means that it's exactly the same as my entire life has been.
1: Exactly.
5: <laughs> Lots of people to talk to, no one to talk to me.
1: Exa- exactly. I, I, I feel you, girl. Uh, I don't feel you. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> um, so uh, I felt like with the black, the black people and the water and the swimming – um, there's a couple things, a couple directions you can go. A, uh, there's a stereotype that black people can't swim. So mm-hmm. that's a good one to play off of because you already have a black mermaid and it usually, there's like a trope that black people aren't good at swimming. Also oh, no, I
5: know, I know. I got oh that also. It was c- it was a play on to whole, like, you know, like, what was the name of that movie where, like, they threw all the black people into the bottom of the ocean? I
1: don't, um, I don't know. I think they did that during sla- uh, slavery on the way over. Amistad I don't know how something? they did that.
5: But yeah. yeah, they they drowned a whole bunch of black people back in the eighteen hundreds, which is the same time as the Little Mermaid is set. I so
1: see where you're going.
5: They tied they tied weights and they threw black people who were sick or whatever, the slaves, off the ships.
1: Dear Lord. That's that's wow. Well, okay, I didn't get your the maybe like one more line about history to leave. Yeah, I'm to a history major, so
5: I know that a lot of my jokes are a little bit high brown people are just like, She's racist
1: <laughs> Right, no, but I, I just didn't get like I my brain started to go like, Well, if you're going with I was like, oh, black people aren't good at swimming. Or, but also that um, their hair, they get mad. They get mad about their it's hair. It's their hair gets wet. Girls, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was all just me being kind of hack. Uh, oh, so if the black people are going in white face, there might be a thing about zinc oxide there. You know how when you put the white stuff on your nose because it keeps the sun away from the 80s, mm-hmm. zinc oxide? Just that black people would be in white face because of the sunscreen. That's p- potential. Oh, um, and you said tater tots, and that's and that worked. Um, and, you know, they just, when you have leftover tater tots, they're cold and not crispy, and that's gross. Mm-hmm. But that was really good. And I would even, with that abortion stuff, I think there's two direct, you went with the eating the children, but you can also go with um, stem cells, like uh, harvesting them for other strange things other than just the food that they could possibly sustain us with. But that I mean, I've
5: got so many abortion jokes. It's actually somewhat terrifying. <laughs> I I, uh, I don't do well in front of very um uh right wing crowds.
1: <laughs> right. Hey, I have a bunch of abortion. Jo- I hey, abortion's important for us to talk about, especially when our civil rights and well, f- at least for us in the United States, our constitutional rights are starting to be revoked. And um, I mean, what happens with the? I mean, geez, what happens under martial law if you have to get an abortion? <laughs> Where they go. No more abortions! And then you're like, now I have to have a baby? Like, what the fuck, man? I, I, mean, I have I actually an think this so. is,
5: this is I think it's interesting because I'm banned from the United States and half your population's fucking dying off. Same over here. I'm just saying, if I manage to survive this thing out, they should welcome me back with open arms.
1: Absolutely. What are you, fertile? ha. <laughs> Come on over, Lizzie. Stan, are you exactly
5: university-educated yeah. Jewish woman? I mean, if anything else, I mean, I should be controlling their country. I'm supposed to own your media. Aren't
1: right, I? Are, you're supposed to control the weather. I think that's one of the new things. She's a witch. She can control the weather. That was a thing today. I was really excited because I found one of my old notebooks from like five years ago, and I was like, oh shit! There's a bunch of jokes that I don't, I didn't even remember that I used to do, and so now I'm really excited because I have a bunch of old jokes that I can redo and make new again I'm just like this this time this time in the house is only proof like a creative boon and I feel like I lucky. feel like
5: this is the most oddly I don't it's horrible don't get me wrong this thing is horrible but but like I said I always try and think on the positive side and so while it's all twisted and dark and everything yes that's how I work I can't help but think I have been talking more to you guys. And Americans, and I'm banned from America right now, so ironically, career-wise, this probably is actually very beneficial to me in a (laughs) horrible way.
1: All of your American contacts. Exactly.
5: I (laughs) literally was talking for six hours, I kid you not, six hours last night to people in America on frickin' Zoom and Facebook Messenger and Skype. And I'm like, I'm probably going to have more American contacts after this, and I'm like, I can do nothing with any of them. (laughs)
1: Well, that's you know the other thing is we don't even know what what the new normal will be after this. I mean, who knows if they're going to not let us travel between countries ever again or if how one gets to do that if one chooses or just I mean, do I ever get to go to Greece again? Are we can anybody go to Europe like when are they just going to are we going to become completely isolationist and in our in our uh countries or it's a
5: good question i'm wondering about i mean i don't honestly think it's going to hold up that long this whole thing i mean i like i said my friend jennifer she said that she thinks that the whole thing is a conspiracy and i'm starting to think like maybe it is i'm like i i mean we're all going to go bananas by the end of this i mean i mean uh, not to mention like i said i mean i posted this on my facebook earlier i'm like you know they got those filters and you can, like, put, like, bunny ears on yourself. I put a picture of myself with bunny ears, and I was like, ah, look, I look like a Playboy bunny, except that me being single during the apocalypse means that I can't fuck like a rabbit. <laughs> There's going to be... <laughs> Everything is a joke
1: to you. You're amazing. You're like... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Thank
5: you. I'm wired fucked up. I, like I said, I can't get laid right now, so I'm probably going mental like Elaine in Seinfeld.
1: <laughs> Might I but recommend uh, the Jimmy Jane? rabbit vibrator another rabbit <laughs> reference <laughs> it that has two say. ears i've heard that um in the in the uh, storeroom they used to make them race across the table uh they they'd bet on it but um but it, it they're hey they're they're a great they're a great toy Different. I
5: had the running joke. I was talking to a couple of male comics on my uh, Facebook Messenger feed, and um, and I was like, oh, man, I can't I can't get laid. And I'm like, we're all worried that we're going to be suffocating because of the coronavirus. And I'm like, we're all going to have our lungs choked up. And I'm like, please, if I'm going to get choked by a – it's supposed to be a man, not a fucking, you know, slim. If you're going to get
1: <laughs> – yeah, if you're going to get choked, let it be the – absolutely. Hey, our next caller's on the line. Lizzie Stanton, thank you so much for calling. You're amazing. And we'll talk to you soon.
5: Yay. All right, thanks, Yay, Love bye. you guys.
1: Okay, here comes our next caller. Hey, caller, you're on the air. Oh my goodness. Oh, banderman. Aaron. My man. My man. Uh, my man band, from band, Fresno, banderman. Aaron Lewis. Oh, right on time. Oh, you're talking to we, we my were just, man. Yeah. You're, uh, you're our third caller. We've just, uh, we just, uh, dumped out on Lizzie Stanton. She had a great new set. She's from British Columbia calling in. We got pancake in the house. We got my man Aaron Lewis calling from from Fresno. First, I have to ask, how was dinner last night? What did you have, and how was it, and oh, how awesome is your uh, aunt? we,
6: we, we bbq some hamburgers, and I put a massive amount of onions on it, and it
1: was fucking glorious. Yeah. Grilled um, onions or raw onions?
6: Um. Well, I'm a rougher. I'm trying to light my cigarette, but, like, um, I'm like, oh, I can actually – smoke a cigarette while I do a set today. Hell yeah! Uh, like a, like like I'm like a real comedian, you know? But Absolutely, like Bill uh, Hicks it out, baby. Yeah, hell yeah! But uh, hold on one second. Oh yeah, do your thing.
1: Light it up. Just to let the listening audience know again, you're listening to Mutiny Radio FM. This is Joke Workshop. We have Aaron Lewis on the line from Fresno. Um, he's been I'm not me- lie. he's been medevac. No, he hasn't her, been medevaced medivac- out. Ginger,
6: for all the ginger jokes, you know? Oh yeah. I I finally fell racist for the first time. <laughs> I don't know if I have any new material, Pam. I might just talk shit the whole time. Sure.
1: Talk shit talk uh, f- Yeah. I'm down but with you that. You know what?
6: You know, there there's there's so many uncertainties in this life right now, but I do know one thing. I love coming in bitches, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I don't know if I want kids or not. But I do know I'd be a good dad. Here's the day in the life of me being a good dad.
8: Hey,
6: Aspiss! is my son's name. Jeff just took a shit on the floor. Yeah, Jeff is my dog's name. Maybe I'll have a daughter. Pee Pussy is my daughter's name. Oh, we can't hear
1: you when you take the phone away and yell in the other direction. Oh fuck. So they didn't get the they didn't get the the P Pussy joke. Do the yeah, oh, do the
6: and Told me to shut up. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> your aunt doesn't like you screaming pee pussy while you're smoking outside? No way. I guess not, No man. way. Guess,
6: oh, it's an old joke. I guess I should work on new shit. No,
1: but it's funny because yeah. if that's a funny joke that your aunt is like, stop doing your old jokes, Aaron. Yeah. We're, the, like, the neighborhood before. is sick of hearing about pee pussy. <laughs> yeah,
6: no. I, I don't actually have any new material.
1: That's OK. But, uh, we can shit, help maybe you maybe
6: I'll just talk shit the whole time. We can help know. you write a joke. Hey. You yeah. know, er- everybody who's everybody right now is just like, Well, I talked to you about this last night, but you know, everybody's just like, Oh yeah, now is a great time to write jokes. And I'm like, all your quarantine <laughs> jokes are gonna fucking suck.
1: Like Uh I don't know. That I mean, Th-
6: this is gonna be the worst bomb I've ever done before. <laughs> what is the the Th- this right now? Right I now, think. yeah. It's like well, yeah. I
1: mean, it's kind of hard to bomb when you're in a bomb shelter. Like it's part of the when you're already. I'm w-
6: actually in a very. I wish I could take a picture of this backyard I'm in because it's very picturesque. Oh, is it? Even though it's in the even though it's the shithole of California. It's how's
1: good. how's the sunset out there? Last night the sunset here was really uh, beautiful. The cloud well, colors were really a vibrant. Well, clouds right down yeah, it was
6: raining c- last night, so it was pretty nice, but it looks, it looks nice.
1: It was cloudy here today. I think the government's trying to control the weather.
6: That's dude, indeed. I think the government's trying to control the dick, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually
1: a funny joke. The government's trying to control my dick. And then you <laughs> go – that's actually really funny. If you're like, the government's trying to control my dick. And then what? And then where? And where they're trying to control you? I didn't want to go to CVS. I don't need condoms.
8: <laughs>
6: I'm just <laughs> masturbating
1: into a sock. What do I need a condom for? Government. Uh-huh.
6: Is is that Jonathan with you in the studio? Uh,
1: pancake is here. Jonathan's here also. He's just not on a microphone. What's up?
6: Um, it's uh, it's funny 'cause I'm like, uh, I'm I'm still using I'm using Tinder right now. How can uh, you
1: use Tinder during the apocalypse? That's a joke in itself. You're still using <laughs> Tinder in the apocalypse? Dude, I'm, like, I'm you have to stay hits. six feet I'm away from hits, the bitch? Bro. You can't even touch I'm your boob? <laughs> I'm getting hits, Pam. You're getting hits? Because you're yeah. in Fresno. You're not getting tits? <laughs> yeah, well, Are they I'm giving you no, titty, no, titty okay. pictures? You're getting to see those nips? I'm getting some
8: nudes.
6: Nipple? I am getting some nudes, son.
1: Getting some nudes. <laughs> no, that's the thing, is you can only get a picture of the nip. You can't touch it because your arm isn't six feet long. Like maybe if you (laughs) maybe if you do some like foot titty fucking it'll be okay like you can you can like touch her boob with your foot as long as you keep your face like Uh at her toes or something yeah
6: i'll
4: I'll wear a mask and a condom (laughs) yeah this is the perfect time for cosplay
1: (laughs) this is the perfect time that's yeah this is perfect time for cosplay everybody furries now's the time can get in your furry suit, wear a mask under there, wrap yourself in Saran wrap.
4: I was thinking, Immortan Joe from Mad Max.
6: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, dude. Have you watched uh, uh, Fury Road?
4: Yeah, that's exactly what I was referencing.
6: So, okay, so my favorite scene in all of cinema is when they're getting the th- when they're milking the titties. They just got all that titty milk. And uh, that's when you know you made it, when you just got a glass full of fucking Fury Road titty milk. No doubt. I, 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 I tried to have some friends watch it recently, and I was like, this is the best movie that's ever been made. And they thought I was lying. And then I showed them the titty milk scene, and then they still didn't agree, so I just fucking to them on fury road
1: to give them to give you some historical t- context i think maybe the first time titty milk was used in a fictional something was john steinbeck in the, the finale the last part of the grapes of wrath at the last in the last chapter of oh the grapes of wrath yeah. when they have gotten all the way to california and people are starving and she uh, you th- know, the steinbeck woman pulls out, out her boob out and it. feeds the old man <laughs> from her t- tit oh. in the barn yeah, yeah. and it's john Steinbeck's steinbeck in the t- t-
6: in W's battle, uh, is that how you say it? In what? Dubious battle, W's battle. Do du- Uh, W E B Du Bois.
1: Du Bois. Uh, the black d-
6: guy. No, no, no. It was a book that Steinbeck wrote Oh. About, uh, like well, this a was socialist r- uprising, uh, among like uh, all these field workers. Which? He had like a whole chapter about just this girl, like fucking she was just had a baby and that baby was just sucking on a tit but
1: um this is and th- it's the grapes of wrath and it's the end and she no 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 th- uh, this
7: is before
6: the grapes. trust me i've read all right uh, wow it steinbeck
1: used it twice dear lord yes i so there we go he is obviously was not breastfed <laughs> 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 he's got a fascination <laughs> <is>. with
6: tits what you do he's all into that lactation
1: into the hey I'm into lactation too. I think I want to save all the vegans' consent-based milk. I'm surprised oh, we don't. I'm surprised we don't keep girls, uh, you know, with the lactating all the time.
6: Yeah, everybody should <laughs> yeah. be lactating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I agree. I always wondered why uh, we didn't have any pig milk. Like, why can't you milk a pig? And then I sort of realized it's because pigs not going to let you milk it. It's the same um, thing like a cat. A cat would never let you milk it, right? Like
6: I've looked into this so much, it's disgusting. Pig milk? Uh, just every kind of milk. Human <laughs> milk, milk, camel milk. Camel milk is gross. Camel milk is a thing.
1: It is a thing. I've had camel milk, and it's gross. It's very thick.
6: You didn't like it?
1: No. No, I did not like Where it.
6: Where did you have it?
1: Uh, In, in L.A. You
6: had it in L.A.? Such an LA thing. Yeah, it (laughs) was. (laughs)
1: It is. It It was like during Christmas, and our Jonathan's cousin's boyfriend was like, "I got camel milk. We're all gonna try some camel milk." And I was like, "I, I'll take a sip."
6: You You know what I'm obsessed with is like fermented, like alcoholic horses' milk. Yeah, because that's how like the Mongolian Empire conquered. The whole entire globe. Well, okay,
1: so actually, that's very interesting. You bring up the Mongol, uh, the Mongolians. So you know, Mongolian hot pot, where you go and then there's like boiling stuff and you cook the meat in it. That's yeah. actually what they did. One of the reasons why the, the, the Mongols were able to take over China is that they all rode horses. And yeah, so and they, they were would able
6: to ferment their horses' Well, they would
1: eat their horses' blood too. They would. Uh, w- they would go to where they were staying, sleeping over, and they would you know let their horses eat grass or whatever and then they would bleed their horses into their hats, and then they would cook their hats over the fire, and they would make a blood cake. So they basically ate their horses, and that's how they were able to cross so much land without having so many supplies because all the other armies, they had to bring all of these food things and stuff, and you had to walk with an army.
6: Pam, I have, like, Asperger's over the Mongol Empire. It's fucking crazy because... Uh, Genghis and later on Kublai and all the other Khans were just, they were betting a thousand. Yeah. Like they won every war they went to except when they went to Japan. They they couldn't cross the sea, but, um. Because the horses,
1: um, they're just like the Dothraki. Yeah,
6: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, George Martin, he didn't, that's not what it's based on, but it's like, yeah, shut your fucking mouth. You yeah, old right. Like, um. Yeah. Both rocky. Wait, was I supposed to do material? <laughs> well, you doing?
1: We're doing whatever you want to do. I mean, we got, we got three minutes left, and we're just talking and having a good time. Feeling yeah, I'm having
6: a good time. I am too.
1: <laughs> got we got to teach the people a little bit about history. Got to yeah, fuck got yeah. to check in with p pussy and ass but
6: but you know what I've been thinking about recently? It's just like why, like when people go out and like conquer other people like what's the point to I
1: don't, get their I'm not resources to sound, like,
6: preachy. i'm just like actually wondering why they do it to either because get their i've been bored and i've been reading a lot of history recently and i just don't see like a reason other than it's just like let's just go and like beat them like
1: well it's it's to take their resources or control their resources in a different way or destroy what they had so that you can build new resources for them. And then you make money because you have the contracts. That's why we like to bomb things as we go in and then we destroy stuff. And then we go, oh, look at us. We're humanitarians. We're going to come in and we're going to help you rebuild. Except Aww. that we're making all the money off of rebuilding when we could have just I got gone funny. over. I well, like bombs are ex- as you can tell. <laughs> bombs are expensive. Why spend a million dollars on a bomb when we could spend a million dollars instead of destroying a building like refurbishing it that already works? Uh, it's
6: almost
1: it fun, though. I, well, but it's like why why continually continuously abuse our resources like so haphazardly in that we we fly because all the way to the illegal. other part. Of well, and because and because it's all money. We just want to keep making money, and we don't care how many people we kill because we can make more money.
6: Yeah, it's so much. F- Dude, but it's so much fun to fly a jet over four people and then drop a bomb on them and just be bumping ACDC. It's like, Aww. hell yeah. Except
1: that they're real people and they die and stuff. And p- I mean yeah, that I know. S- family. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. joking, but, like,
6: I yeah. don't yeah. actually want to kill anybody. Well, <laughs> maybe
1: that's maybe that's what they're doing for us is that they're trying to, you know, cull the population I d- I, through know, some I crazy virus. I don't my
6: pee pussy to pick up my dog's shit, you know? <laughs>
1: You know, when are they gonna? When are we gonna genetically engineer a dog that eats its own shit? Am I right? <laughs> Come on. Um, it's what are we doing here?
6: Wait. Um, let <sighs> me tell you one of my best stories.
1: Okay, you've got. And this
6: is a tr-
1: two minutes what? for it. You've got two minutes till the next. I got two minutes Two minutes for to tell it? your okay. story, and then we got next call caller coming in.
6: So one day I got off the bus from school, and I realized I forgot my key. And then, so, I just hopped into my backyard just to, like, hang out. I was just reading a book. And I realized I had to fucking drop a log. Like, I had to shit. Like, a real, like, this is not the shit that we talked about previously that was all liquidy. This is, like, a solid log.
1: This is, like, your first big boy (laughs) poop.
6: Dude, the biggest poop that ever lived. This this poop had a heavyweight championship belt. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I went and I pooped in my backyard.
1: In your own backyard? Because you couldn't find backyard. the key.
6: Because I was, I was waiting for somebody to get home. Right. Like my mom or my dad. Sure. And then, and my, my dog wouldn't stay away from it. <gasps> oh, no. And my dog
1: gobbled my log wow oh. wow Weird.
6: i tried it's to log keep it away it's from
1: log it. it's big it's made of poop <laughs> it's log it's log it's fucking log dude
6: it's 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 the lord's log
1: it is right. doo-doo <laughs> and your dog <laughs> ate t- your I log your dog <laughs> ate your log um thank you so much aaron lewis we've got our next caller on the line you're amazing we miss right, you thanks, we'll talk ma'am. to you soon bye, bye aaron lewis We've got Jen Perez on the line. Hey, hey, yeah. awesome, Jen Perez calling all the way from San Jose. Sure, why not? Actually, Oakland, California. Oh, Oakland, sure, great, Oakland, awesome. You're in residence. I'm with Pancake here in the studio. We've been taking calls, and have you been have you been real prolific in your writing in this past week of? Uh.
7: I have a couple of new jokes, nothing too crazy. Um, I'm, you know, I'm still starting out, so it's hard for me to write jokes. But I want to say hi to everyone out there. I, I know pancakes there. Who else is with you? Just you and Pancake? No,
1: and uh, by Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan Hi, it.
7: hi everybody. I uh, I got caught off guard, guard. My my mom decided to call me a few minutes before, so I missed half the show.
1: Oh, it's all good. We were, yeah. we're not dropping any gems here, I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's hard to tell. I just heard the guy taking a shit in his uh, backyard. Yes. So. I took a shit once in the front yard but not of my own house. It was someone else's house. I was on a run and I had to go. And so I went in wow. someone's yard. But that's you know. Uh, I
7: don't I don't think I've ever taken a shit in public. Oh, really? <laughs> no.
1: Well, good for you. Well, but you were in New York for a long time. So I think it's a little yeah. different when you grow up in California. Like the whole world is your toilet. You know, you're at the beach, <laughs> you're at a park, you gotta go. Ah, all right, that's funny. <laughs> I know we're <laughs> gross. It's, it's not the first time. There used to be a joke my ex-husband used to say, whenever something someone would say something, you go like, "Does a Pam shit in the woods instead of a bear?" Because I I poop so much <laughs> in public that like. Does it Pam so shit in the woods? Because I'd go on these runs. I used to be a runner and I'd ah. go on long runs. And sometimes it was just like, if you're on a run and you're already sweaty, you, c- you can't run into like a Safeway and be all sweaty and run to the back and take a dump. Sometimes it's just That's easier to sort of go in a ravine a or run. in a canyon or in someone's front yard.
7: I, I forgot what podcast I was listening to. Oh, I think it was um, The Honeydew or something. And they were talking about taking a shit in water. It's much easier to take a shit in water. Oh, dear God. Oh, no. You a lake or
1: something? I, I've never done that. I don't think I could do it because I'd feel like I'd feel it around me. I would never want to take a shit in water because I would be in the water. So <laughs> yeah. it would be like touching me I- in its poopy state. Not That's cool. What I was but these were two dudes talking about it. Oh, so I, don't know. I mean, I guess if it's a <laughs> river. Okay, how about this? If it's a river and it's swiftly moving... And it's swiftly moving in a direction, and I have to hold on to something so that I do not move swiftly with the river. That's in that different. case, I would take a dump because yeah, it would like not be through. near me or swirling around me yeah, in any way. Yeah. Glad we got Yay. that out of the way. Uh, oh,
7: sorry. Do you want to oh, okay. do, you
1: do your jokes and I'll, we'll take notes sure. and, and listen and all that kind of stuff?
7: All right, cool. I'll, I'll tell some of my jokes. Cool. All right. Um, so uh, I grew up. My parent, my uh, my I grew up primarily with my grandparents, my mom sometimes, uh, and my grandparents are Cuban. My, my parents are Cuban. Uh, and my my abuelo, which is my grandpa, he, he calls every white man he meets Don. He calls him Don because only because uh, my uncle growing up had one white friend, and his name happened to be John. So every time he sees, oh hello there, Don, how you doing? Every time, every time he meets another. White guy is in an office, he's trying to get insurance. Okay, Don, okay, John. I take care of it. Okay, Don. Said, that's my job. Um, you know, go, uh, when I was in college, I had a ballet teacher, and he uh, was a male ballet teacher, and everyone knew he was a drunk. And we were in college, and we'd have to do, especially freshman year, 7 a.m. ballet classes. And he would go, and then like, we'd be doing our exercises at the bar. Not the bar where you drink, but the bar where you hold on uh-huh. to do that. And uh and we'd be doing our exercises and then he would pass by and every time he'd pass by he'd fart, like he would be flirting all morning. And then if he really hated you, he'd stand next to you and fart and then correct you and like make sure you're doing the exercise right. And then if he really, really hated you, he'd whisper in here and say, You're wasting your money. <laughs> um. And the last the last three dudes that I slept with had brain injuries. Uh, the first guy was a cop, I mean, I, I, I know that sounds weird, they had the injuries before I got to them, it wasn't my fault, <laughs> He had brain injuries, and uh, the first guy was a police officer, who was shot in the head, uh, the second guy uh, was born with brain injuries, like he had a scar as a baby, they did some brain surgery on him, and, uh, and the third guy was uh, in a car accident, and that's why he got a brain injury. But I, I think the lesson here is I, I should I should just be dating NFL players at this ah. time. And, or at the very least, at the very least, bring a hammer with me to the bar. Uh, there's that? Um, did you know this? Uh, do, have you been watching the, the Unabomber uh, documentary on Netflix? But, the Unabomber took a shit in a bathtub. Did you know this? Like <laughs> out of all things, living in the middle of the, of the woods. Progressively getting better at creating bombs and hurting people and mailing them off to people. And one day, in the middle of the woods, his neighbors were making too much noise. He went into their place, he wrecked their place, and he took a shit in the tub. Like, what the hell? Like, there was DNA. There's DNA evidence there. And he didn't catch him. He went on. He went on to bomb for like ten more years. But you know, I guess, I guess he's he's, a, he's good at two things. He's, he's good at dropping deuces and bombs.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I'm bombing like the joke. That's it. Thank you. Yay. Yay. Yay, Jen Perez. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, so I think you have an opportunity at the beginning with that Cuban and Cuban. You said, uh, so my mom's Cuban and my dad's Cuban, which makes me Mexican. Yay.
7: Hey, it's a good
1: one. Right? Just because everybody, yeah. I think that that's a good, like, you know, because yeah. we're all stupid and... Might as well make fun of it. Uh, it's yeah. just—it's just an easy—it's an easy softball one. My, my mom is Cuban, my dad is Cuban, uh, which makes me Mexican. Uh, John, the whole John thing—I feel like it's—you um, can relate it back to the audience by somehow it's what other people when other people call people boss, you know, like hey John, hey John, hey boss, hey boss, something like yeah. that where it's like put down, but not, I don't know. I, I no, 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 no. It's her joke. She kept saying John, John, John in the joke. Jonathan came in and he's like, what, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, what, what? I was like, no, 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 no. Boss. Hey, boss. Um, The ballet story is amazing. I feel <laughs> like you can do a little more things like the ballet. At 7 a.m., the ballet bar smelled like a bar.
8: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. More with the bar thing. Like, when he'd say you're wasting your money, he'd say, take that $5 dollars and go spend it at the bar. No, really, you should just be <laughs> drinking heavily. <laughs> like, what yeah. are you doing in ballet class? You suck. So, um, yeah, I, I remember my ballet teachers were very mean. But They're I feel like, like there's a lot you could do with bar and bar and people smelling at the bar and that he's farting yeah. in front of you because all he can smell is the whiskey, like, as you're, and I'd throw in some ballet things, too, like, you know, plie or pot de beret or Know, oh, right, yeah. specific. Well, PA for sure. just bend down and just fart, yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> and if you come if you like um oh, there's all, all kinds of things but you go down to the front and, and touch your toes yeah. and then go back up and you combray back and you're just like all up in that fart no oh. I I got you I just extend yeah. that a little bit that was all very funny a lot <laughs> of sense memory for me because I used to do that same thing traumatic brain injury I think there's an opportunity for you to talk about why you like guys with problems or, like, retarded yeah. guys. I, maybe you don't feel comfortable using the R word. I don't know who does anymore. But the NFL yeah. players thing was very funny at the end. But I yeah. before you do that, why am I not dating NFL players? Before you get to that, I'd, I'd hit up the whole, like, you like guys with serious problems. Like, not just, like, I hate my mom, but I've been shot in the head. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. they're um, – <laughs> They're like, yeah. it's like real industry. And then uh, that last thing with the, um, he could really lay a bomb. I feel like shit is a bomb is a bomb. I feel like you can do a little bit more with he's laying pipe bombs or like laying pipe, like just think about different euphemisms for poop yeah. and yeah. that might go with pipe bombs or bombs of some kind.
7: Yeah. But
1: good I stuff. It's not
7: pieces, but I guess it's not, I like, ah. Uh,
1: I mean, and you can even tag it back to your ballet guy in that you could smell one of his, you'd know his shit. Like, you know, like yeah. if, some, if he shit in your tub, That's you'd true. be like, I know exactly whose poo this is. Like no question, as so my ballet teacher. He farted in my face for years or at least yeah. for a semester. Nice. Uh, yeah. And you could even tag that back to when you're talking about dating guys, maybe now you've got this fetish with farts. You're like, I really don't feel like I know a guy unless he farts in my face.
7: Like, Thank you. this <laughs> is all great.
1: Thank you. Yeah, he can't touch my ass and see farts in my face first. Do you remember? Like my ballet teacher used to touch my ass all the time, like oh, yeah. with with their hand or with a a ruler or a pencil mm-hmm. or something, like hitting yeah. my ass cheeks, going like, "Come on, you! I know you've got dimples in that fat ass of yours,"
2: uh, yeah. and then
1: hitting it. Oh so, but yeah, <laughs> I anything having to do with ballet, like I'm a hundred percent in, and I don't know how many like fucking audiences are going to be like, I totally relate with that. But, you know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. So how are you, despite um, it with all this, this crazy uh, stuff going on right now? Are you okay? Do you, you miss people? Uh,
7: yeah, I've been doing good. I kind of panicked the other day just cause I hadn't gone. On. I haven't, I haven't gone outside Friday. Whoa. Um. So today I took a dance class. My friend did a virtual class. Cool. And that was fun. Uh, I put some some clips of that on my Instagram and whatnot. Um, and that really helped. But yesterday was pretty bad. I was just like inside all day and kind of feeling a little.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry.
7: Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and I then I, uh, I, yeah.
1: I've been trying to walk at least two miles a day. So I've been like, um, instead of. Because also I heard that taking the bus is a dangerous thing or whatever and it's right. you can be a vector, blah blah blah. So I've just been walking to work, like from the tenderloin yeah. to the mission and I've done it actually and on, on Saturday I walked all the way from my house in the T L to the Presidio to Baker Beach. Whoa. Oh wow. I know. I walked all wow. the way to Nathan's house. And,
4: and you were there to
1: no, we the just, nude beach. well, we didn't, no one was naked at Baker Beach on that day. We were all just, um, having fun hanging out at the beach. There were a lot of people out there. It was like one of the busiest days I've ever seen at that beach, which is funny, but it was a lot of people in groups of like eight or smaller, okay. like all being okay. away from each other. And, uh, yeah, we were a group of three, so it was no big deal. Well, we had, a, there were two other people we sort of communed with for a while, but then- yeah. Yeah, but definitely social distancing. But there was this one guy, it was the best moment of the of the night, I think. It was beautiful sunset, and this guy was walking with this big, huge glass of wine. He looked kind of like a rich guy. <laughs> and he was smiling and smiling, and I was like, hey, happy apocalypse, bro. And he's like, this is a beautiful day. I love the apocalypse. Look at this beautiful night. Look at this gorgeous sunset. I've got an amazing glass of wine. Everything is perfect. Nice, have a great day, everybody. And it was yeah. like, oh, okay.
7: Yeah, that's awesome. I I have I've been a little afraid to go outside, but I I have to go outside for work. I have to go to my office uh, twice a week, so Wednesday and oh. Friday.
1: So, uh, why why yeah. it's considered necessary work, or you just have to check yeah, in
7: Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a assistant. Oh, okay. I'm executive assistant. So me and the office manager. The office manager has to go to work, and we're a property management company. okay. So all the, the people who are techs who are out there trying to repair things in people's apartments and stuff like that, they yeah. have to work as well. Sure. So the office manager, the last time I saw her on Friday, she had just received a whole bunch of disposable gloves and shoe covers for all the, the people working in the field. And yeah. I'm basically going in there to collect mail for my team and then I have to make a bank deposit because I I assist the accounting team, and it that's that's why we're going in. We're just going into the office to collect mail. Everyone else in the company is working from home.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm only coming into Mutiny Radio like once a day to sort of make sure everything's okay, and, and we're doing some yeah. more stuff here, and but everything's. Have you heard of anything
4: time. weird going on?
1: Anything like, weird, it? like what?
4: I mean, you're an assistant for an executive?
1: Property management. Property, Property management, management, yeah. Are they going to uh, forgive our loans? Are they going to forgive our rent for a month, do you think?
7: I was reading something about it. Yes, you will not. Ev- evictions are banned. I oh, great. <laughs> yeah. For this time being, you will, not, you will not be evicted. That I do know. I read that somewhere. Because we also have our Slack, that's how we communicate in the office, and someone post- posted something about that. I think in California, no one will get evicted, but you obviously have to try and pay whatever you can pay, I guess, would be the advice for your rent. I uh, don't know.
1: I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm personally okay because of how I deal with my economy, my personal economy, but I know that there are so many people right now that are freaking out because they're like, I mean, I know people that don't just live month to month, they kind of live week to week and a lot Mm -hmm. of them are in the service industry. And I mean, the first thing is, fuck your student loans. (laughs) Like don't even think about that people. Don't even worry, don't fucking trip. Like that's the last thing you need to worry about. I mean, I guess rent would be first, but hopefully hopefully they'll give us a little bit of a leeway. I mean, especially.
7: yeah, I, would, oh, I would think so. I think if they were smart enough, um, they would do that because we all depend on each other. I mean, as far as I, I'm pretty lucky this year. Last year, I was in a in a bad situation working a lot of temp jobs and didn't have steady pay. Yeah. So I'm really lucky this year that, that that's the case. And what I've been doing, just because I know I'm that lucky, is any time, any chance I get, I've done a couple of virtual mics and there. People are asking for donations. I give, uh, you know, what I can. That's good. I took a dance class today for my friend. I paid. I paid. I send them money like it was any regular dance class. Um, yeah. That's what I've been trying to do because I, I know there's other people that, that aren't unfortunate.
1: I, I mean, I was just, um, I was thinking about, like, I've been doing plies in my house and everything and kind of, d- and I was like, God, you know, I'd really love to take a dance class, and I thought in my head, like. In the past, it was, oh, I can't take a dance class because it's too expensive. And now I'm like, well, I can't take a glas- dance class because nobody can. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> like, just access no, to a mirror. See, some
7: teachers. They're just doing them Facebook Live. They're like, hey, donate whatever you can. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did today. It was
1: fun. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Learn a TikTok <laughs> dance.
7: And <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I got to get on TikTok. I'm going to figure that out at some point this week.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I was making a joke, but no, you should get on TikTok, why not? Like, (laughs) I'm sure, well, you used to do all kinds of fun choreography. Do you still have, do you still have your Jets cheerleading outfit? I don't, we have to (sighs) give that
7: back. Shut Um, up! Yeah, so you, you have to- Can you send me a
1: picture of yourself in your Jets cheerleading outfit? I mean, I know that sounds creepy and weird, but like, I I love love cheerleaders. And I'll, send you, th- I'll send you a picture. Of Thank sure, you. If you me. could messenger that me a picture. I was asking
7: me about it the other day, so I found them all.
1: Oh, that's so great. Oh, my God. Take pictures of them with your other cameras or whatever, and I want to see. Because I still yeah, have pictures yeah. of myself. from high- I was so bummed because I was a cheerleader in the 90s, and our outfits were so ugly. And, and they were not tight. They were, like, super baggy because it was, like, 92. Everything was baggy. It was, like, cinch your jeans. It was wear your dad's jeans and cinch them. So dumb. <laughs> and now it's, like, Little tiny things where you show off your cute little bod, and well, I just feel so pissed because all of my cheerleading uniforms that I can still fit in are fucking baggy and lame.
7: <laughs> well, this, well, this tea leader, they, when, when these outfits came out, they um they made fun of us because they looked like we had diaper butts. So yeah! Oh
1: no! You'll <laughs> <laughs> <don't> see why. <laughs> diaper butts. It's like the new Thinks Spanks <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. That yeah. weird, anyway. I, I'm so uh, envious of your time being an NFL cheerleader. That's like one of I the... Got,
7: yeah, I got very lucky. I, that was not my intention. I was studying dance. I was supposed to be a serious dancer, supposed to be some modern dancer or ballet person. Yeah. And I'd been auditioning and auditioning. I couldn't get anything. And um, this is right outside of college. I graduated college. I was auditioning for everything, musicals, everything. And that was one of the auditions I went to, and I didn't expect nothing of it. And I made it to the finals. I had I didn't even have makeup on. Wow. And the coach told me, "You need to clam it up. You need to put on some makeup.
1: <laughs> put on some lipstick, girl."
7: Some lipstick, then. and I didn't I didn't know anything. I didn't know because I was dancing modern dance and sure. ballet. You know, it's not very serious, but the
1: makeup. So. Modern dance, I always had a problem with because I can't because I was trained as a ballerina for so many years it was very difficult yeah. for me to let go of my center and and that's a whole thing in modern dance is like letting go of your center and being there's there's an extra I don't know there's a different movement and it's you know less regimented and more freeing and I love ballet and I love ballet when it's when you're so good at it that there is a freeing moment when you're almost letting go right. but still in it anyway but it, that was it was so hard for me. Yeah. To I uh,
7: I did not have an issue because I I dance I've been dancing and jumping around and my uncles were days, and I've been listening to music my whole life. Yeah. And then you know I dance Spanish music and stuff, so lo- lo- loosening my my body to do that, I had no problem with modern. Right. I probably had more of an issue with ballet.
1: That's oh okay. So I think yeah. that was my thing is that because I was constantly trying to maintain balance, it was hard for me to like go outside that and sort of breathe outside. I had a, I had a modern dance teacher named Jean Isaacs once say to me, and it was so, I was 19 years old and she looked at me and she's like, there's so much fear in you. And I was right. like, holy fuck, you just saw right through me. You're exactly <laughs> right. And I think about that all the time, like even in my life now, fucking 30 years you know, later, there's <laughs> so much fear in me still. Fear,
7: uh, I hate fear. I'm the same. I can be like that. I'm, I've gotten really good at hiding it, but I'm very fearful of it.
1: Well, that's what I learned on Saturday when I was doing a heroic dose of mushrooms is that, <laughs> that fear <coughs> and shame are effective motivators, very, very effective motivators. Now, yeah. whether they're good or bad, it depends, but... I mean, right now, I think we're all being manipulated through fear. Not ma- manipulated is the wrong word. We're being motivated by fear, by and fear. it's effective. And shame yeah. is also an effective motivator in that we're being taught right now, you're out yeah. of the house without a mask? How dare you? How dare you be in a group of more than four people? What is happening to you? What are you – You're." so fear and shame are molding us right now. Yeah. And, and – we know from the past that that's a that's a great way, to and so how do we not be motivated by that right now? And because it's all around us, so it I is, don't I don't know I the answer. I
7: think you just have to remember to you have to remember to be decent human beings, just be nice to each other. <laughs> that's all. You don't. There's no need to throw more shit into the shit that we're in already.
1: It sounds like know. that you sound <laughs> like um. Uh, fucking, what do they call uh, Be excellent to each other. And uh, party Bill on, and dude! Bill and Ted. Like Bill you and Ted's Excellent watch Adventure. Watch,
7: watch Tom Papa. Tom Papa special. I like that one the most. Because that one's real lighthearted. You're doing fine! That's the name of the special. The name of the what? John. Tom Papa?
1: I, who, John you Papa.
7: You on Netflix. He has a special called You're Doing Fine.
1: Oh! Have you, have you, um... Have you exhausted your Netflix queue yet, or do you still feel like you got no, a lot? No,
7: I I'm one of those weird people. I like watching old TV. Mm.
1: Uh,
7: so, like, I I watch new TV a lot and old movies. And cool. uh, I watched last night. Uh, the Honeymooners is on at ten o'clock every Sunday. Oh, rad! Yeah, that. And then I watched a couple of HBO shows. I was watching Avenue Five. That's over now, I think. The mix. The mix. The McMillian documentary, or something, or the documentary about uh the scam they did with uh, McDonald's monopoly.
1: Oh, King. I don't know about that. See, you've got all the, you've got all kinds of weird stuff in your queue. I've never yeah, heard of.
7: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's HBO. And then I was watching the Tiger King. I saw Steve watching that on. Oh TV. yeah, the
1: King. the Tiger thing, the Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, people are crazy. You know what I loved about that is they. W- were idiots or had the wherewithal to tape everything the whole time. It's like you're doing ridiculous crimes, and you're doing it in the public eye and having someone film you. Okay. It was
6: edited weirdly, but a lot of the things that were filmed were –
1: They were choosing to have the person film them and film their crimes. It was an
6: arson, and so a lot of it – they would have had a lot more. They would
1: have had a lot – well, there's a lot of crazy – I say, if you're going to watch something old, have you ever seen the movie Harold and Maude? Yeah. Harold
7: and Maude, that sounds so familiar. Harold and Maude Maud is a
1: movie from the 70s. It's fucking great. It's really sad and kind and amazing and old and weird. Mm. Uh, look that up if you like old movies. Yeah. Uh, the, the costume design in it is fantastic. It's like this older, it's like this young kid who's super rich and is like suicidal kind of, but not really. And this old woman who's like a gypsy and they fall in love. Mm. (laughs) And she, anyways, it's weird. It's a great movie. And other old movies. Have you seen Fletch? No. Oh my God, you've never seen Fletch? Fletch Oh, for the love of God. Chevy Chase, it's like 1983. Uh, Modern Problems (laughs) is another good one, but Fletch is better. 1983. He's a journalist. It sounds familiar. Just, Just trust me. Watch Fletch, and you'll laugh